Oh my gosh. Hi, everybody. Hello. It really feels like I'm talking to, like, family members. This is weird. Yes, the voice behind the faces. Not really faces, but... Uh, Yeah, the voice behind... Yeah. Anyway, hi, what are you doing? How's your night going? What have you been up to? Tell me everything. Me personally, I've just been working and trying to detox after a stressful season of hosting. So what does that look like? No, I'm like obsessed with that. So what does what are you doing after all of that? What does detox look like? I would imagine like the season is insanely stressful. It's a lot. It's not as bad anymore as it used to be. Now I get to cook dinner with my wife and <laughs> watch a full TV show without having to like rush before stranded starts. What is she what does she think of everything? Is she super appreciative or what does she think? She's supportive. I think it gets old after a while. Like towards the end of a season, she's over it, I think. You know what I'm excited for and that I'm excited to see, even if I'm just a lurker, is a stranded baby. You never know. You guys got a baby during your season. I came close with Mike, right? Yeah. I was talking my head off. I didn't know if anybody was here yet. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> no, that's all good. <laughs> all right, let me introduce and then we'll get into it. Oh, hello there. It's been a while. We've missed you. Season 40 is here, and it's gonna be a doozy. Buckle up. Stranded is back. 41 days, 40 castaways, 5 jurors, and 1 podcast. This is Stranded in the Aegean Sea, and I'm your host, Pootie. Today we're going to talk about the early merge of the season and we're joined by the players who know it the best this is the first five jurors of the aegean sea jessica in 14th place genie in 13th place taylor in 12th place hello tyler in 11th place hey everybody and Ricard in 10th place. Hey. So I don't know about you guys, but personally, I tend to think that the majority of the dramatic, entertaining, threatening players go out in the early juror stage. So this should be a very fun podcast. Icons Agreed. only in the <laughs> early juror. I guess we'll, I do these just going down the line, but feel free to add in any anecdotes that you think of along the way. But let's go ahead and start with Jessica. Jessica, you are our first juror. It didn't seem like much of a surprise to you when you were booted. Uh, how were you with that experience? Well, I don't think it's any surprise that I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. This was my first org. And I think this was just really a lot of fun for me. And like just meeting people and so when we would connect with somebody i'd be like oh my gosh hi let's just chat let's have let's have a chat let's you know i don't know it just wasn't i don't know i didn't think of it as a game as much as i should have yeah you outlasted 26 other people yeah to even think about it yeah i do have to give props to taylor who was just my everything and would probably be 
a really good friend forever, like from this game. And then also Jay was like such a sweetheart. But yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I took like shit to heart and didn't really know what I was doing. But I would say that I'm thinking of the people. Tyler was like such an amazing person to talk to and Jeannie also. Like you would just talk to people and you would connect and think, oh my gosh, this is somebody... I would be friends with for the rest of my life. But then, you know, it was game. So I think that's where the hard part kicks in, where you're like, oh, how do I move on from this? Jessica's vote off was by far the hardest one for me to take because I had worked with her from day one and I was completely blindsided. And I remember being like, not seeing it coming and having to take 45 minutes to myself and I didn't want to talk to Aww. anybody. <laughs> and, just like, Lord. and then you couldn't even connect. Like the, the chat's just closed to that person. And it's just, yeah, that was really hard. We love to see a good friendship come on a stranded. It's not uncommon that people become very close friends. Let's go ahead and move on to Jeannie. Your boot for me, maybe the most shocking in the game. I really thought you were someone who was going to go very far. Not that you didn't go far, but being an early juror was shocking to me. Part of it was surprising just because, like, similarly to Jessica, I was blindsided as well. But also, at the same time, I also wasn't surprised. We had just had the that challenge where we ranked everyone in power, and I ended up coming in third. And I also knew with my history with the swaps and everything that I was able to make connections pretty quickly with people. So I had an inkling that I was starting to get a reputation as a social threat. Even though no one confirmed that with me, I was just starting to get those vibes amongst people. And then also lying to Jay and Jacob on two votes nearly with one round in between. It it probably wasn't like the best play on my part. So I kind of knew that I had lost them there. Even though I didn't know the move was coming in particular, it made sense at the time, which is why I was like, yeah, good job, guys. No hard feelings. And I have to ask you, as someone who comes from a lot of experience previously, a couple of you guys had a lot of experience, but how is Stranded compared to those other experiences you've had in orgs? It was great. It was a completely different vibe just because um, in the community I play with, there's almost like the meta of what you expect going in and just what you're looking out for. So to be thrust into a situation that was like completely new players, completely new play styles, and having to adapt to that was really exciting for me just because it was completely out of my comfort zone, which I appreciated, just having to think about things differently. And especially in that first tribe, Camaros, where anything could change on the drop of the hat. It was bonkers. And to be thrust in that environment, like right from the get-go, and then end up swap thought, and then be on the merge tribe with the two different games coming together and being one of the first people to connect with the other game. It was just such a great experience all in all. So I'm really glad I ended up signing up and partaking in. Let's go ahead and move on to Taylor in 12th place. Taylor, you, you were someone who I really was expecting to see more of, I guess. I, I always thought you and Jay were like this this tag team throughout the season. And so your boot was shocking to me because I, I really thought you were going to go further as not being the most threatening, but playing a smart middle game. So I don't feel like I got to know too much of your your game style, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel I was definitely very close with Jay obviously throughout the entire game, but let him take the charge, especially in the first part of the game. But when we got separated is when I really had to step up and take control and just play my game. And I feel like that's when I really got to play as my own person. But then getting back into the merge, I fell back. And I feel, felt like I took, I was like such at the front of 
Zachros 3.0 that I even when in the merge, I wanted to take a backseat a little bit just to, I just, I saw Jess go and then Jeannie go and I'm like, okay, I don't want to be the next major target to go. Unfortunately, I was the next target to go, but I was, I guess I was just trusting a lot in Jay, especially after Jess's blindside and I didn't see that one coming. I was lost. So when I heard Jeannie's name thrown out there, I clung at it because I was literally just clawing at any of the four people I didn't know and seeing who wanted to play with me. And Lindsay was the first to say she was game and wanted to vote out Jeannie. So I jumped on that. But little did I know that Lindsay had this vendetta against Jess and I, and that was the end of it. But I do feel like credit to Tyler for giving me at least 30 minutes to fight my ass off to get past that one vote. And if it wasn't for that, I don't know if I would have fought as hard. And I did end up getting Will's vote for Rachel. And if it wasn't for that idol, I would have been in there for at least one more day. But I definitely did let Jay take a little bit of control just so he could be my kind of meat shield. Yeah. And moving on to Tyler, it's interesting. I think all of the specifically Jeannie through Tyler Boots, those you three, Jeannie, Taylor and Tyler, you guys were like the front runners for the lurkers on who we thought would pretty much the entire season along with maybe a few others. But really, I think it was shocking that you guys were seen as such threats in the early merge because I don't think you were overplaying or too obvious. I think it's a weird case where, you know, the Lindsays and the Jays, the ones that typically get targeted first, ended up going past their uh, expiration date longer than you guys did. So that left you all as targets as like the bigger social threats. We'll talk to Tyler a bit about his experience with that. Yeah, I would completely agree with you that I I definitely felt targeted from the instant I hit the merge and I was already being targeted on Zakros pretty considerably. I definitely didn't come into the merge feeling super confident, although I do appreciate all of the lurker stands. <laughs> that has been a fun surprise. But no, I and I was going to say actually about Taylor, that my decision to to tell you that the vote was coming your way was absolutely like a response to the previous boot of Jeannie, because Jeannie and I had been so close prior to the merge. And that vote was really, like you said, something I just grabbed onto on that day because I was tired of being targeted. And I heard, of course, the rumor that Jeannie had been targeting me. I also felt really bad, which I hate saying when Taylor actually had COVID, but I felt really bad that day and just was like not up to checking in on the story. And I feel like it was the one worst day to feel that way and not check in on the story and not play the game that I feel like now that I, especially now that I've gone back and read stuff that I was a little bit more apt to do probably earlier in the game. I think there's something to be said for a little bit of fatigue that set in right about the time of the merge and definitely was feeling that sort of in that moment. But yeah, completely enjoyed the game. It was a way more intense experience than I've ever had for an org. And I'm one of those old school like orger hosts that's been like retired for 10 years. So to come back and play this was just phenomenal. I I really can't say how great an experience this was, especially for an old timer like me. Thanks again. Yeah. And I think it's worth noting that a lot of you guys had a lot of experience, but some of you guys had no experience. And I think the common thread is that Stranded typically gets a more mature crowd, a more interesting group of of players together. And and that's what I'm interested in more than just twists and gameplay. I think the human element of it 
is is a big part of it. So Strand is a love letter to the old school Survivor days, online gaming, but tailored to a, a more mature audience. I was just going to say, that was a big part of why I signed up. And I just wanted to mention that too, as one of the older players <laughs> in the seas. that yeah, it was a uh, huge plus. And I'm glad that this game lived up to the sort of older crowd. It was a much more pleasurable, in my opinion. I like how you say this wasn't a twisty season and you throw 40 people at us. Yeah, yeah. I like to say, I, I what I stick to is I try to, to do a creative twist, but not overdo the twist. So if I do one big one or theme the season around a certain twist, let's say. Can I just ask, I think like Ricard might be here and uh, I just want to see if you have... Ricard, do you have anything to say? I was... I, first off, I, wanna, I do want to say that Susie did a really good job of convincing me to play the game when I was at a point where I had just come out of an org where I was the only person over the age of 21. And I found it really difficult to relate to people who are in high school and college. I love you so um, much. Okay. Yeah, baby. It was really difficult. I remember like Susie approached me about this game and I was like, no, I am done. This is, I am so over this. And she was like, no, I promise this is going to be a different crowd. And it, it really delivered. I had a great time. Yeah, and Ricard, I actually feel like I remember your username from when I first started out in like early 2003-ish, mm-hmm. back in the AIM days of online gaming. It's interesting how that ends up developing over time. I start seeing people who I've seen a long time ago, people who like take long breaks and reach out to me 15 years later. It's just, it's wild. But I myself, I'm 33. I'm not I'm not 18 or I would say a majority of the discord org series are under 18 years old. And I'm just not interested in no offense to our younger players, but I don't want to play with children. I don't want to watch children play. I'm more interested in seeing like a cross section of ages and different mindsets. But look at look at how much Jay killed this game. And he was younger than all of us. And it's funny that like Jay's an old soul, but it's it's funny how we like sit here, me, Jessica, Jeannie, Taylor, Tyler, we were on I think we I think we were on average probably on the mid to older age of the spectrum. And oh. it's funny because I sit here and I look at the five of us and I'm like, fuck, why didn't the five of us go <laughs> like you great? like group to go to the end with you know, obviously the dynamics were totally different when we were in the game but it we just it was it like i appreciated the diversity that the casting brought to the game and even when what i thought was really wild was when we merged into the mega merge or whatever like we were finally got down to the final delos tribe there was still a, a spectrum of people like you, we went from 40 to 14 and we still had people who spanned the gamut of everything, right? From like activity, we had everything. It was just, it was, okay. I, I thought it was a really well done, well-rounded casted season. And oh. that's a difficult and fun to play. Yeah. And the final four was one person from every original tribe. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah. Udi, did you, were you like, were you stunned when that happened? Yeah, it was a little like Shades of Exile Island, where they had one of each of the four starting tribes on that in that final four. I think it's just funny how that works out. I, I, I wasn't necessarily stunned by it. I was relieved because one of the big fears and in going into this was that one game would just pick off another game or you never want that to happen. It'd be pretty hard for that to happen, considering all the sw- swaps and <laughs> twists you guys went through. 
Yeah, we tried with Camara. <laughs> and I do want to say, uh, to your point right. with the the younger players, we do we do a pretty good job. Even if we get someone who's younger, uh, they have to have something interesting to them that adds to the life story uh, beyond just being a Survivor fan. So I will vouch for that. Of the eighteen year olds, the nineteen year old, whatever, we end up getting some really good ones out of those, and we make sure of that we don't want someone who's going to be a dud. And I think a lot of the early Camara's craziness kicked off because of Nasir's group alliance chats that formed from everyone. So he really got the ball rolling for us in that regard. Yeah, although I think Jacob is the star in terms of creating the chat. Jacob always pops up. Of course he does. This is a thing. Don't infect everyone. You are not a part of this conversation. Why are you here? He's lurking. (laughs) He, He wants to listen to us. I don't blame him. I would too. I love you, Jacob. No, I love him. I think he's precious. I'm just kidding. No, I feel like I'm like the most terrible jokester ever. I love Jacob. I think he's amazing. He's one of my favorites. Okay. Anyway. Jessica, you might have been one of our first. I want to say maybe Reem did it in her season where you had a a co-pilot this season with your daughter who was listening along and putting in tips here and there. But we joked around that she might have been the better strategist of you. I think that she actually, yeah, I think she actually was. Hannah, can you come here? I'm going to holler. I'm going to holler her. Okay. (laughs) The people want to hear from you. Okay. You guys can ask her any questions you have. Here she is. Hi, Hannah. We're very happy to talk to you. We are glad that you're fans of of ours throughout the season, watching along and helping your mom throughout the game. Do you have any anyone you want to shout out that you watched? No, not really. No, no, not a a Jay shout out. Uh, Well, we're happy that you enjoyed this and got to experience playing with your mom in a sense. It was very fun, though, to watch along. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Hannah for season 41. For 41. How was it for you guys, Jessica and Hannah, getting to bond over Stranded? Because we've never had that happen in our 40 seasons. Hang on. We're just putting the... Yeah. Probably whenever... Uh, I think that probably the main thing that... Just talk. It's not working. Technical oh, difficulty. there we are. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I think whenever... She would watch every single game that I played and... If it didn't work out, she would tell me what was the matter. Yeah, kids are good at that. <laughs> They're good at critiquing you when you're doing things. Another reason you blocked everybody, Jess? It was stupid to block everyone, especially in a game where you have to talk to people to know what's going on. Okay, so <laughs> I only blocked, I only blocked Stephanie, didn't I? And Rachel. And then you blocked Jay for like, I blocked Jay for a day because I was hurt. Hannah's playing with her mind over her feelings. That's the not way what you I should do. play. But we appreciate all the emotion you put into it, Jessica. I'm glad you got a good experience out of it. I'm so sorry. Let's bounce around. Let's talk to Jeannie again. Jeannie, after you were booted, who were you rooting for to do well? And how were you, just as a viewer of the season, being one of the early jurors, how did you enjoy the merge? I really enjoyed the merge just because there's so much going on every single day and things were still popping off every round that it was a very enjoyable mess follow along with uh, very Marie Kondo. I love Ness and I'm glad that everyone was still able to uh, contribute to that. On a personal level, I was obviously rooting for Ricard just because we were besties out there and I knew he could go the distance if he really put his all into it and he definitely stepped up to the plate on that. From a strategic level, I was also hoping that even though Lindsay played a big part in 
ousting me, I was just like in awe of her in general, just being able to say fuck it and just do whatever the hell she wanted, whatever she felt like it. And the fact that she really wasn't getting as much heat as I expected her. What you alluded to earlier, I thought she was going to be a pretty big shield and target for a while and buffer before people decided to start going for me. So the fact that she managed to avoid going after so many rounds in a row was honestly inspiring to see, just to see her take charge, do whatever. So I was really hoping for her as well. And we'll talk to Ricard a little bit. You guys' friendship was uh, really fun to watch, especially because you're coming from Chimeros, where it was a hot mess throughout. And you guys are like the sanity in danger on that drive, just trying to make it out of there. How was it navigating that with Jeannie? Oh, Camaros was the hottest of messes. Like it was, I remember like I studied every stranded tutorial before we started. And I was like, this is a huge deal. This is a big game. I got to bring my A game. And I remember the first like five days of the game, I was like, what the hell is going on? This <laughs> is so, it, it was like, cause, cause everything was so last minute we were whispering from and i didn't realize how cracked it was until we swapped and then i was telling people like oh yeah like we had whispering in almost every tribal council that we went to and people were like you guys use the whisper function and i was like oh yeah like everything was being decided very last minute and when i realized that we had been in this crazy situation that no one else had been in i was like oh so we got the crazy tribe and I, I kind of knew it when we were going through it, but you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. And so then when you get, st- when you step out of it, you're like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the one thing I kept thinking is I remember I listened to the tor- tutorials as well. And I remember everyone on that hosting panel was saying like, if you want to win stranded, you got to make big moves and you got to make sure you have an impact because this, time after time, there's always someone who gets to the finals and they don't really have anything convincing going on for them, but they think, that they're going to be able to sell their story and then they find out that nobody respects their game. So I assumed that on Camaros, everyone took that to heart and we were just trying to make big moves and build and pad their resume from day one. And that led to all these like random ass scenarios that made absolutely no sense. Like going for Voce over a completely mute Liana, trying to boot Ricard out of nowhere, and then making up a lie that all the girls had come up with this plan when nobody had approached me and I heard about it from Brad in the first place. So it was just like, I don't even know what was in the water there, but it was good casting, clearly. And I think a successful reality TV cast always includes one or two absolutely normal people who are dropped into a sea of crazies and watching them just react to that. So I think in a sense, it was a very well-constructed tribe. Also, what got me was, I remember in the tutorials, when we were listening, when you listened to the idols one, it was like, oh, like you need like at least a second clue and the third clue is going to be the one that gives it away. And so when I saw Voce find it on like day one, I was like, what tribe am I on and what game did I join and what is going on? It threw me for such a loop. And I was like, it was from Camaros. The thing that was, it was game on from literally day one. And I think that in a good way, it set the tone for Jeannie and I and Erica really to like really be pushing and pushing every single tribal council. Like I felt like when we swapped, Jeannie and I were thinking well ahead of everyone else in terms of what we needed to do to survive, how we needed to think ahead, how we needed to get there. I always felt like I was 
trying to think one step ahead of everyone else because I had to on that starting tribe that we were on. And then eventually everyone caught up and then we got voted out. But it was that first tribe, like, I hate to say that I'm thankful for that experience, but I am. But I also hate that. I hate the fact that we went through that it was so hard. I would say I'm thankful for it too, for similar reasons. But also I think that like when you're on that kind of experience in an org and then the game's over and you look and reminisce about it, everything just becomes funny in the end. Like it's it makes me giggle every time I think about it now. Yeah, I always say playing with those players is probably not fun, but watching them is a ton of fun. That's why we have so much fun lurking. We'll bounce to Tyler. Another one of those was Rodney. We couldn't help but laugh at everything he said. But Tyler, I want to talk more about your boot because you ended up getting idled out and Lindsay ended up being saved because of that. Yeah. Yeah. That it's sort of, I was surprised, but I wasn't surprised. I was surprised. I didn't know Ricard had an idol, but I expected to be voted out at every tribal council I was at. So that in that way, I was not surprised that it happened. Now it's kind of, I have to say very well said by Jeannie that, yeah, when you look back on it now, it's silly because all of the all of the ways that it seems clear now that maybe that wasn't the best move and not necessarily to be critical of Ricard, but just to be able to see it now from all perspectives and know the like actual influence that I had versus the influence that some other people had on the tribe. And but on the same hand. I wasn't surprised that it was used on me because I was screwing over Lindsay and Ricard in that moment. So I wasn't surprised that they were upset about that or, or rather that Ricard, or at least that I was targeted because of it. But yeah, it was a complete shock that it was used. And I think the, the word you're looking for is short sighted. That was a short sighted move on my part. It was a knee jerk reaction. And obviously looking back on it, it was not the best move. But at the time, I was like, yeah, this is, we're getting back. This is revenge. This is, I'm taking back the game. Looking was, back, was it, not May I ask you, Ricard, was it more like getting revenge for the genie vote? Or was it just this continued built up was, idea that somehow? So part of the, the hard part about it was that, so I found the idol, I want to say 24 hours before the vote happened. And I was, and Pudi can attest to this because in my confessionals, I was like, I'm not telling anyone that I have the idol. I'm staying super secret about it because the second you tell anyone about an idol, everyone's going to find out. So I was like, I'm keeping this entirely to myself. And it wasn't until I felt so helpless because at that moment, like five minutes before all the chats went dark, I was like, Lindsay's going home. This really sucks. At the time, I felt like Lindsay, Rachel, and I were like the only, like, I felt like those were the only people that I could play the game with because Jacob wasn't budging. Jay wasn't budging. No one on that other side was budging. And so I was like, this is where I have to step up, play the game. Really, like, I got to keep an ally in the game. And looking back on it, I wish I would have let Lindsay tank and keep the idol to myself and really try to let the game play itself a little bit but at the time i was like no like i'm not letting Lindsay go home this is bullshit and so i like it was a snap reaction like i literally told Lindsay maybe two minutes before the the chats closed so the problem was we didn't we weren't able to have a fully formed conversation about what was best for our game it was just like i have the idol i'm playing on you who do we think should go home and our snap reaction was you it wasn't like we didn't have a solid conversation about it because and if you look back at my confessionals, I was like, 
I like I knew at the time that Wendell was the one holding everyone together, Wendell or Jay. And but it was I was so mad about the genie. Like I was I cannot describe how upset I was when genie was voted out. Like when Taylor said earlier, he took 45 minutes to compose himself. I was so upset when genie got voted out and everyone was coming to me being like, it's okay. We had to do it. She was a huge threat. And I was like, you all are terrible people. Like I was so upset. And I think in that moment, it just like you, like I said, I lost sight of the game. I was so focused on that singular thing that I wasn't thinking what was best for my game. And also, I will say, I felt like because you flipped the previous vote, I was like, Tyler's not going to work with me anymore. I didn't feel like there was a there was an ability to work with you anymore. And so I wasn't thinking big picture. I was thinking small picture. And obviously, I kick myself for doing that. But that was the genesis of the play. Yeah, no, I'm not sure if you've seen since that. I had pretty much decided to join you and Lindsay at that point. And right. it was it was really all because of Shireen, of all people, that I decided to flip last minute. And I again, I regret that. I could have voted for Jay, could have done a million other things, but I decided to flip because Shireen wouldn't budge. And that was that. Right. But I really was like solidly wanting to stick with you and Lindsay and Rachel. We all yeah. know how I feel about Shireen, but... We can save that for that can be a podcast in and of itself. Tyler, you were on a tribe with Lindsay originally. She was kind of outcasted on that tribe famously and she clawed her way out. Was she someone that you felt like you didn't trust in the game? Yeah, 100%. Unfortunately, like for some reason, Lindsay and I just never connected. I'm one of those players who like has to talk to people and have a real conversation with you before I can have form any kind of trust in you. And that usually involves like, where are you from? What do you do? What do you like? What are you into? That kind of stuff. And I felt like that was very hard conversation for me to have with Lindsay. It was a conversation she didn't ever really want to have with me. And to be honest, I did Often, at least at Mausolus, didn't even feel the game chat with her as well. Even when we met on day one, we never really chatted game. I didn't chat game a lot with a lot of the people on day on night one, and I feel like it set me back somewhat. So, if I could interject, can I just ask, like, also, your voice is everything. Like, you're the sexiest voice I've ever heard in my life. There's no words, right? But what made... What makes you like connect with somebody? What made you, what did make you work with someone? Jessica, famously, I think I probably connected with you and Taylor faster than anybody else in the game. I know. I, know. I feel like that. that's what I wanted to hear you say. I oh, just yeah. wanted to make sure everything <laughs> was okay, like mentally and my end. No, honestly, like you were, you were my biggest heartbreak. I oh, wrote no. several times that like you and I would be so close if we'd started out on this game together. You would have been my Shireen. 100%. And so I completely understood Taylor's connection with you. And really, when the two of you turned on me and voted out Haley, it was uh, really a sad Can moment. You, that was like, so like, that was, oh, I like hate to even think about it. That's like a serious heartbreak for me. So Sharon is, you know, what she is. She was like not around much, but Haley was super. 
she was somebody that I really enjoyed and like really liked. And of course, if I could have chosen, I would have gone on that side. But then Wendell was on like my left hand side. There was like an angel side and a devil side. So like on the devil side, there was Wendell if I had to guess. I love that comparison. I had my people that I'm like born with. So if I had people that I was like super, that I would hang out, of course, I'll be like, it's not a big deal, but I'm like you and of course Taylor, but. Yeah, yeah. and honestly, to be honest, I think part of that was to your, I don't want to say to your detriment, because just the way that things played out, because I liked you guys so much and was so (laughs) good work with you guys that I think it's... Maybe we played real life too much. Like, it was like, oh, it's been the pandemic. I have not been able to hang out with, like, real fucking people in a really long time. No, and I get it. For it to be your legit very first game, I I can completely empathize with your, like, traversing all of the madness of this game. And I did. I've wanted to apologize forever for just, like, flipping it around. I lived for it. I loved it. So, no. No apologies. I love it. I promise. No apologies needed. I live for that. I'm going to ask Taylor to get him in here again. <laughs> I saw you as like the hype man all season. Like I, I lived for your reactions in confessionals. What was your reaction when the two games merged into one? I think I wrote on my, in my confessional, just like all of the feelings I went through. So upset because it was like, we actually weren't even starting from square one. We were starting from like back a couple of steps. And I was like, are you serious? Then I was like impressed. I was like, I think early in the game, I'm like, I even wrote that there's something with this 40. It's so big. There's got to be something going on with this. And then I just kind of lost sight. And then when this happened, I'm like, of course, there's a freaking game of 40. But like overall, I just thought it was so impressive. And I listening to the podcast about how you all thought that some people would be really upset and might even think of quitting. Like it didn't even cross my mind. It was just like, okay, this is a huge game. And now <laughs> I just beat all these other people. And now I just wanted to keep going. So we, when I got voted out and I was like, frick, I can't believe it was 12th place. And it was so dejecting. And then I'm like, oh wait, I beat like 26 other people. <laughs> like That's pretty <laughs> impressive. So yes. yeah, all my feelings are on the blog. <laughs> Go read it. Um, I've read them. That is my soulmate. I love him so much. I want every member of my family to marry. If it's a man, <laughs> I'm ready. I just want to be related to you, Taylor. Related by Two Stranded. Uh, East, fun <laughs> Easter egg that I don't think anybody caught. I didn't really expect them to either. We did hide the hide the Gemini symbol throughout the, the two games. We tried to play on that a little bit. I couldn't um, even figure out the clues that you gave us that had it clearly directed to an idol. How the hell am what? I going to realize the Gemini? <laughs> yeah, we thought we might. I almost hid like in the the trailers and the videos. I wanted to hide like <laughs> sayings or something. But I thought, no, we got to keep some mystery and just have it be some well, fun I'm, things. No, I'm after. freak and me and my family like freak to fuck out about all of the like pieces of info. So we've... We went crazy, and I kept feeling, oh, I've got this one, I've got this one, ta-da! Yep, I did it. I didn't want to touch on what Tyler was saying earlier, like, just, I felt like the first five jurors were so social, like, the five of us really thrived in our social games, and Lindsay was so cold, like, anytime I even tried, and I really didn't want to work with her, but because she was so close to Jay, I did anything and everything, I found like this the tiniest little thing i could possibly relate to which turned out to be like working out i'm like okay here we go let's try and make working out my 
entire personality. And but like the five of us, I just wish we had more time just because the game, there were so many different angles and everyone came from different spaces. Like I didn't have enough time to connect with Jeannie and Ricard, even though with Jeannie, like we hit it off so well that even voting her off sucked. It was just a chance to get one vote further. And I wish the five of us were able to spend a bit more time like and we'll put another weekend together and i think this, <laughs> this game could have been so different because oh, like, we had so much fun on the jury it's <laughs> funny that you guys say that about Lindsay because i feel like i had such a different experience with her because when the second that Jeannie got voted out, Lindsay became my number one. And it was like i remember Lindsay came and apologized to me in such a genuine way and i was like i'd worked with Lindsay in the past but i got the same cold feeling and then the second that she opened up to me, I was like, this girl is badass. And I remember Jeannie and I were obsessed with her when we did the greed challenge or whatever the challenge where you had to take individual immunity, but then like you sent your tribe to tribal council and she like took it on the dot. Like I remember Jeannie and I were like, Lindsay is queen. She's the best. She's amazing. We want to get to know her. And I was like, this is someone I want to get to know. And I I will say that for all the cold moments that she had, my whatever three rounds that I had between the time that Jeannie was voted out and the time that I was voted out, I will always treasure that time with Lindsay because I loved getting to know her. We had so many deep talks. It was super stressful because she was the type of person who I would wake up when I was playing the game during this time I was on the West Coast. And I would wake up at 6 a.m. And I would already have messages from Lindsay where you need to vote out this person tonight. This is how we need to do it. She was very like, we were so in sync about what needed to happen. But like, once I got to know her, I absolutely loved her. But before I knew her, I was like, oh, she's just a game bot. It, It was, I know there was a dichotomy there and she was very focused on getting to the end. And what I appreciated about her and what I loved about her after Jeannie got voted out was she was like, I'm playing balls to the wall. And so I was in that 100%. But I just wanted to say that because I know that like she came off as cold to a lot of people, but I really enjoyed my final days in the game with her. I'm glad you said that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jess. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I thought that she was extremely ridiculously cold because I feel like I can find something in common with everyone. Um, that's what I do on my job. But like for me, I was like, oh, da da da. I'm an engineer. And I was like, oh, you're an engineer. That's wonderful. But yeah. It I was- think it's also fair, though, that like Lindsay had to deal with kind of being in the minority from her very OG tribe. So I think having that experience definitely impacted her because she was thinking about the game so much and she didn't really. I guess, feel the need to open up to as many people because she was so focused on what she needed to do. And I actually felt like I had a really good connection with her when we talked and we really got to know each other pretty well. Of course, then she planned my demise, but we still got along very well. But I think she was just in that mindset of she needed to do what she needed to do. And I think she did it as well as she possibly could have considering how big of a threat she had. Absolutely. Yeah, she's obviously um, an amazing person and a favorite and like insanely smart. But I was just speaking to the fact that how we interacted and I thought that she was it was let me see. Yeah, she just it wasn't it wasn't very pleasant on my end. And I was just going to back you up on that, Jessica, not to say that she was unpleasant, but just that I'm almost a little like jealous to hear that some people were able to bond with her because I I feel like I was trying and I feel like honestly, Lindsay and I could have had 
a different relationship in this game if we had been able to bond. But I never felt honestly like she was interested. And honestly, if it, we could have even bonded over like game talk, but we were just on opposite sides. So that probably wasn't ever going to happen. But yeah, just. <laughs> and it's one, it's funny that you say that because I felt at the beginning of the merge, because now that we're talking about like when all of us got voted out, like I felt like there was a distance between myself and Jessica and myself and Taylor. And that's why I never, we never like I, through a series of circumstances, like I felt like I was always on the opposite side of the game from them too. And now that I've gotten to know them more and talking to them in Ponderosa, I was like, this is, they're great people. But it was one of these things where I wish that we had been able to hit it off more at the merge and then maybe things would have been different. It just, it didn't happen. I'm someone who believes that things happen for a reason, but it just, it had, it's just funny. Like when I literally say the five of us, had we connected, and again, I know that the dynamics were different, but had we connected, I feel like the five of us would have been a really great alliance. But it's, we, we know that like now out of the lens of we spent the most time in Ponderosa, we were shitting on everyone as they came in. Like it was really easy in hindsight. Oh yeah, like you should have done this. You should have done that. Like we have a bond now, but it's funny that you say that about being jealous about Lindsay. Cause like I was always jealous of people who like had a relationship with Taylor and Jessica. Cause I was like, I really wanted to get to know them and I tried and it just never happened. And that's how the game goes sometimes. Yeah, totally. Completely. I will say, though, that I, like, as cold as I felt Lindsay was, watching her play after I was gone, if she made it to the final three, even against Jay, could have got my vote. But just the way she was playing was so hard, and she was playing for that W, for sure. And it was really fun to see, but also because she idled me out, I was pretty happy to see her go, too. So exit for her, but... I'll just talk about our winner, Wendell, a little bit. Were any of you, I can't remember at this point, did anyone start out on a tribe with Wendell or end up on a tribe with Wendell? I was, I was, I, yeah, I swapped with him on, was it Lado 2.0? And then again at Zagros 3.0. And that's when like, we were pretty close at the beginning, working together with Jacob. And then when it was Zagros, I, I felt like on Zagros, Taylor and Wendell just, manhandled that tribe a little bit and wendell was playing me hardcore and trying to get jess out behind all of our backs but yeah i played a lot of the game with wendell and he was awesome he was one of my final two deals too yeah i was on the merge giaras tribe with him so he was one of the first three people that i met and i really enjoyed him i thought he had a really fascinating story and i thought he was like super good socially but he was also someone who i recognized from the beginning that he was like a very strong winner contender and i definitely i always enjoyed my chats with him but i always got a sense of like the cogs were working deeper than he wanted to let on and so i was hoping that he would join us on the jury just because i felt like he was such an obvious winner to me watching from far that i couldn't see like how people would let him get to the end because he seemed like such a lock if he did that's why he's a winner because he played this game so damn well and i don't know even just being able to tell that from like the beginning of the super merge i was just like yeah this is definitely a finalist absolutely can i just say that i think he always was there like always like in the midst so even if i wasn't like ready to make a decision you always had a message from wendell like he was somebody that was always Ta-da! I'm gonna show up. I always thought he was super annoying, but I always thought, oh, he's like ESL, like English second language. He's somebody I should root for. 
He was a shitster <laughs> and a trickster, but he won. So yay. I had Wendell pegged from the very beginning. I'm jealous because I, I was like, oh, yay. It just, I, and it's funny because Tyler brought this up in, in Idol Play and I was going back and forth in my head so much. Do I idol Wendell or Jay or do I idol Tyler? And it was like this whole thing. He was, he had us, he had everyone in a strangle. And I knew that when I went out and it was like Lindsay and Rachel were left on their own. I was like, I, I literally, it's his game to lose. There was no, we saw it in Ponderosa. Like we saw every single vote. And that's why I think we were all rooting for Brett to do something interesting with his idol. From the moment that like me, Rachel went back to back. It was like, it was literally Wendell's game to lose for six rounds. And no yeah. one saw it because he had everyone blinded and everyone was like, oh, he's on my side. I completely agree with you, Ricard. And the vision board on the jury will prove that. But I just wanted to say that, yeah, like Jeannie, I met Wendell both on Gifts and on Taylor with Zakros. And I, I will, although it was great to meet Wendell a little bit earlier than everyone else, I don't feel like we especially connected until later on Zakros. And then from what I was trying to do with Wendell was trying to get him and Taylor into a little secret alliance of OG tribes, um, thinking that would be a good way of protecting each other. And I will say that although that never happened, Wendell always, once I got on to Zakros, made me feel like he was an option, like he could, like someday we could work together. Honestly, Taylor made me feel the same way. And I just wanted to shout out those strategies in general, because I, I think they're winning strategies. I think it's always a good idea to make people feel like they're your option, even if you've never voted together before. So I just wanted to shout out Wendell on that behalf. The OG idea was so good, and we just couldn't get Eric to agree to it. But well, who could get the, Erica to agree on anything? I was going to say Erica was the issue in that. Uh, but I, I hope you do a deep dive with Erica Pudi. I want to put that Eric. out there. Erica deserves her own podcast because, and it's funny because I was listening to one of the podcasts earlier. Like, I think you guys did the podcast like in the middle of the, like the very beginning of the game. Like, I think it was the end of the first week. And Pootie, I think it was you who said, I would not want to rely on Erica to be the swing vote ever, period, end of story. And if that wasn't the definition of all of our games, this entire merge, I don't know what was it. That was that hit the nail on the head. She did. She got herself in the middle of everything every time. I don't know how. Wendell, too. (laughs) Either of them would have won in the end, depending on that challenge. Going back to Wendell and Erica, because then it would have been like, like, I would have loved to see that go down. But why did Erica always throw a fit? Like, what was she always throwing a fit? Exciting for Uh, This was my first time playing a game where, and props to Pootie for creating this atmosphere around the game, where it's you... Tribal Council begins at X time and then the chats disappear. And I remember the first time that happened, I was like, holy shit, this is real. This is, I have never felt my heart race so much. Like I was like, this is live. This is real. This is a thing. And Erica was the best at capitalizing on that feeling and really making people feel like, no, you have to do this. And again, I think it goes back to Camaros, where we were all making decisions in the last 20 minutes before Tribal Council. And Erica was able to take that energy and capitalize on it through the entire game. And she realized if she threw a fit and she said, no, I'm doing this and I'm voting this way because she was always in the middle. 
she was able to get her way almost every single time. And that's why I have so much mad respect for her as a player. And Erica out was what won him the game. If Eric, if Wendell and Erica went at it, Erica probably swings a few votes and could have easily won that. So that's just even another layer to an amazing game that Wendell played, right? And getting her out at the right moment. Yeah, it was an intense end game. At some point, you could have said it was Wendell versus Jay, Wendell versus Lindsay, uh, Lindsay versus Jay. Choose? Like, hey, Pootie, is it okay if I ask a question? <laughs> if everyone on here would ask, would you choose... Who, not Pewdie, Wendell or Jay? Who played the best game? I think probably, obviously Wendell. But in terms of like who impressed me the most overall, I think Jay. I don't know if his game was necessarily a, a winning game, but of like hardcore strategists that we've had over 40 seasons, he's very good. What noticeably you, good. What do you guys think? That would have been a tough choice for me. I didn't get I mean, to like, know. I don't feel like we have a choice. I don't feel like we get a chance to choose. So I just wanted to ask. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I felt like I was one of those people who didn't get to know Jay at all. A little jealous about that as well. But uh, yeah, he seemed like a great guy and seemed to be playing amazing games. It's hard for me because I feel like Wendell didn't get the chance to really answer the final Tribal Council questions. There was no, there wasn't a lot of pressure on him at the end. And I, but I feel like he would have performed at a higher level had he really had a strong competitor at the end. And Jay would have been that strong competitor. But I also know Jay would have done so well. Like, again, it's really difficult. But I feel like I have to keep thinking back to how I felt in the jury. And I was, if Jay had made it to the end, I feel like I would have been so happy for him and proud of him. I would have been like, Jay's getting my vote, no problem. Hindsight being 2020, I feel like it would have been a 50 50 toss up. But at the time, I think that I was so pro because Jay at least tried to switch up with the game. Wendell was hosting because he knew that he had a path to the end. So I feel like I would have voted for Jay at the end of the day. But again, like it's such a toss up. Thinking back on it, it's hard to. I think it speaks to the the level of players this season, even looking at you guys versus them that were towards the end of the game. There's just so many people that could have easily won the whole thing. There were so many people, period, Pootie. Yeah, I guess that's part of it. That was it's like it. I keep constantly trying to. I remember the night that I got voted out. I was so upset, but I kept trying to remind myself. And I had a friend reminding me, you beat out like 30 other people. Yeah. And, and it was long. Like it, you guys had to have been exhausted by, cause I, by the time you guys were voted off, that's normally our, our finale. If you think about it, cause you guys went a week longer than we normally do. And I think exhausted. that, yeah, I, was done. I think that started to, to wear on you guys for sure. I was done. I was so done. I, it was the most rewarding experience that I've ever had in an org, but it was also the most exhausting. 100%. Yeah. I was like trying to find time to sleep in between chats. Like, how do I... And, and also get work done, which was also challenging. Yeah. And I was double dipping um, in a couple of other orgs at the same time, you too. Crazy. Trust me, I know. But like, I also like, whenever I play in a game, I like mentally calculate how much energy to put into something so when i found out that this was going to be like a huge ass game when the twist dropped i was like oh like we're just getting started and i've already been going like 60 miles an hour for the entire pre pre merge so we're gonna see how this goes yeah it was a fun thing that we did it was a good, good experiment but probably won't be doing that again in the near future i think four weeks is enough i knew that we had done a five-week season 
once before, I think, and it was just so exhausting that I don't even think the players were having fun after that point. Fortunately, I think we paced this one okay to where it wasn't the end of the world, but I will say you start feeling that fifth week when it kicks in. It's a it's tough. It's a tough experience. I almost wanted to bring up Will because we haven't talked about him at all and what a whirlwind he was. Any final thoughts on Will? There's not enough time to talk about it. I, here's what I will say about I was super impressed by his ability to connect to make you feel like he was connecting with you he was it's funny because i remember someone told me when i first met him that he's such a game bot and then i remember talking to him i was like he's not a game bot but then at the end of the day i was like no he 100 percent is and everyone saw our chats and like we were in a good spot we were in a terrible spot i ripped him a new one and then we were in a fine spot again and i give him a lot of credit for playing his own game would I like to play with him again? Absolutely not. I, I I give him a lot of credit for playing a smart and competitive game. I think he overestimated his ability. Like, I I admire <laughs> who's, who's confident in their own game. Tyler, you were with Will and Lindsay from early days. At some points you were aligned with other times, not so much. What do you, What's your take? Yeah, I was going to say, I would totally play with Will again. Will is like an interesting surprise for me this game he was somebody i didn't connect with night one and then suddenly we were just like ultra close i think it was actually when he came out to me and i was like oh there's another old gay dude on this tribe this is perfect so we like became team rudy for life and i basically relied on him for a large part of the game to fill me in on what was going on including the original mausolus tribe so i i have to give a shout out to i also have to give credit to will first I don't know, my demise in the game, potentially, my voting out, <laughs> convincing me to vote out Genie, and definitely not having my back at that time. But he, he did. I think he was actually a pretty decent player. Like, I think he did a good job of playing the social game and getting people to to tell him what was going on and to be a part of that. I'm still a little bit unclear as to how much he orchestrated, for example, the Genie vote versus Lindsay versus ev- everyone else who may or may not have been involved. but. I but I do. I give him credit. I think he's also very unclear about it. So I don't want you to stress that. <laughs> I don't think he knows either. Yeah, I was going to say the only like, I was going to say the only like semi bitter feeling that I still felt a little bit was that I didn't get a grasp on how goodwill was at making people feel comfortable because because we had all that drama with Dom on our second tribe after the super merge. And I, I really felt like I went to bat for him and trying to make him feel a part of our alliance that we formed out there, really trying to like diffuse Dom being paranoid by him and really just trying to let him know that I was like with him and that I wanted to work with him. And I felt like we were getting pretty close. So then to find out everything that happened afterwards and that he was like making up shit about me to Tyler, who was also incredibly close with and trying to convince him that I was trying to get him out and finding all that at the end. Like, I just was what? upset. Not not that he did it, but more that I didn't get a read on that and that I completely missed that just because I was like, shit, like I should have gotten ahead of that. But like the game wouldn't have been the same without him. So we can't take that away from him. I want you no. to tell me everything. Like we would have been the best. 
partners ever. Me, you, Taylor, and Tyler, I feel like would have been like a dream team. And Ricard would have been our like centerpiece. He would have been the one <laughs> that was like our eight ball. He would have been. I'm the, I'm the vase of tulips in the middle of yep, the table. The one that is super fancy, the one that like just was our face, like the face of our product. Taylor, you had something to say about Will. I was going to say that Will, like, cause I didn't, I only had like, three rounds with him, but he was so good on that genie vote that he didn't talk to me once at all when Jess got voted off. But the next day, he was my best friend. Like, he got he me was. in. He made me feel comfortable. He knew, like, he made me realize that the vote was actually on genie because I was so uncertain of, am I getting betrayed again? Because I started hearing people say Brett's name. And I'm like, okay, you all threw out Brett versus Tyler last round. I'm not falling for Genie versus Brett again. This is bold. So I was like, I wasn't really falling for it. And I felt like I was going to get blindsided again. But he was the, like, between him and Lindsay, they were the only ones I could really grasp onto that were giving me information. And Genie came to me a few minutes before to say the vote was Brett, but it was just too late because Will and I were literally talking about how Genie can't win this immunity. And when Genie lost it, Will was in my DM saying, yes, we got it. Now, yes, the vote is actually happening. So he did so good then. But then I also didn't trust him because he had just voted Jess out. And then Jeannie, he was all over the map. So when I was fighting tooth and nail against Rachel, not knowing that Lindsay had the idol, I had no idea even I had any sway over him. So when he vote, when I threw up both of their names together, I just assumed they were like twosome that were inseparable. And then to look back after the game and realize that, oh, I actually convinced him or he was on my side to vote Rachel out, making it, I didn't realize he had his own game. So he's definitely way more complex. But I did, I know as everybody did not like his confessionals, but <laughs> reading it and you're just like, he did a pretty impressive job of giving us all our own unique ones. Yes, I know when he's talking about me. I'm just going to skip through everybody else. Oh, yeah. Will's definitely a one of a kind okay. character. I, I don't know what was happening half the time. It was a, a whirlwind. I didn't know if he was serious or just trolling. I didn't know what was going on, but we were here for Did he have like some sort of code that when he was lying to somebody, he used a certain emoji? But It's like a copy pasta. Somebody it's said it was like, if it was like the higher the percentage that he was with you, the, the less likely he was with you. Oh, man. Well, this was a great season. You guys are fantastic. We'll go through one at a time just to close it out. Jessica... Did you have fun? Would you play again? What would you really? do differently? Really? Of course I'd play again. I think that more than anything, I would just not be so emotional. And I would play the villain that I am, like deep down. That would be so amazing, right? Oh my God. It would be so cool. I just want to be a villain. Okay, that's all. Move on to the next person. <laughs> I love um, this community and I'm so excited that I got to play and. I think that I accidentally let some people see uh, my confessionals and now a lot of other people want to play. So, sorry. We're here for it. And we loved having you. And you yeah. were certainly a very big part of the season. So, thank you. Oh, um, I love you. Thank you, sweetheart. I love you guys. Let's, let's ask Jeannie. Did you have fun? Would you play again? What would you do differently? I had a blast. I would 100% play again. Although um, I probably requested to play under a different avatar. So that way no one knows it's me and I'm able to hide and not being taken out for being a social threat. Again, give me a chance. If I had to play differently, I think I would 
probably be, I want to say a little more cutthroat. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but I think I definitely got to a sense of complacency and being comfortable with who I thought I was aligned with. And that wasn't necessarily the case. So I think I'd probably be a little more forward, let's say, but absolutely would play 100. And thank you for playing. I, I thought you did great. So I, I don't, you guys played so well, it's hard to, to see what you would do differently. But let's go ahead and ask Taylor, did you enjoy the game? Would you play again? What would you do differently? I had such a good time. This was so much fun. It was just this experience. I played Discord games previously to this, but this was that old school feel. And it was just fun to be an alias. And yeah, the whole experience was really great. And thank you for putting this on. Would I play again? Absolutely. Would I play it differently? A hundred percent as well. As I would never <laughs> not be a social player, but similar to Genie, like I feel like I just got so complacent and I was so tied to Jess and Wendell and Jay that when opportunities with Genie and Tyler and all these other great players came up, I was almost afraid to jump on those opportunities. And next time I'd play, it would be much more fluid and open to those opportunities. Nice. But thank you very much. It was really fun. Thanks. Thank you for playing. Let's talk to Tyler. Did you enjoy it? Would you play again? What would you do differently? Oh, yeah. 100% enjoyed it. Yeah, the the, the tribal councils every day was like nothing I've ever experienced before. And Ricard's already mentioned that getting your chat turned off in the middle or occasionally getting to turn back on in the middle of tribal council, which is just like, so, so intense. Having to figure out the vote before the challenge even happens, that's something I've never had experience before. The games I played before were almost never live. So again, for you to have found 40 people to just gather in one place at the same time every night, I don't know how you did it. So yeah, I would totally play again. And what would I do differently? I would not get idled out this na- this time. <laughs> no, I, I think I'd probably play a very similar game. But if anything, I think that, yeah, like Taylor Sardi hinted at maybe been a little bit more fluid with even some of my relationships and of course backing up any fake story i may or may not have heard on any particular day thank you for playing tyler uh, let's close it out ricard what would you do differently uh, it better be not i wouldn't I'd- tyler that's for sure i would 100 percent come back genie and ricard for blood versus water if you ever would have us back or myself back, I would. You guys are related? No, we're not. But like we are, we're not, but we're like close enough that I think we could play Blood versus Water. You'll have to get engaged and then. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you never know. Never say never. But I would 100% come back and play. This is one of the best org experiences that I've ever had. And I, I truly mean that, like that this was so much fun. If I came back, I would also i echo what everyone said be a little bit more fluid because i know that for me coming into the merge i was like well i got genie i got all i got tyler i got sharin i was not open to thinking big picture in terms of getting new allies and thinking outside the box and i think had i tried to work things from the merge on rather than from genie getting voted out on i would have had a little bit more runway to play i would 100 percent use the idol on myself not an ally and i just i would i like it's all learning experience but i i don't regret anything that i did well i do but i don't like so much fun <laughs> would do it 100 again you guys are all stars I th- I love you guys. I think you were a fantastic addition to the cast and ultimately our community. So I really hope you stick around. I know some of you will. I want to thank you guys again for a great season. I, it sounds like you all had fun. I hope to see you again in the future. But until then, I'll go ahead and say this is 
been a great season of Stranded. So this is going to be Pootie out. Bye. 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 Bye.